What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brand New Show. As you know, I am Brand New, and like always, on all podcast platforms, Brand New Show, social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, uh, Facebook. Yeah, Brand New Show, and of course, YouTube channel, Brand New Show. Go there, subscribe, uh, hit the like button, hit the notification button, uh, um, and comment, man. I do comment back. I will, you know, comment back. So, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, so tonight, I am starting my uh, new series. Where? Well, it's a series in a series, I should say, and it's called um, "What If." What if? Uh, point of view or random shit presents "What If." Uh, it's gonna be me kind of picking particular a topic uh, a situation and pretty much going off of you know details and stuff that I've read over the years about a certain situation and what better way to start this off than what has been going on since the start of the year which is the Cat Williams interview that just came out and him just airing out just airing out everybody just going in shooting everybody uh <laughs> Uh, so, Cat Williams is the perfect person to start this what if uh, series with uh, point of view of random shit. What if? Uh, Cat Williams edition. Um, want to say personally, um, excuse me, want to say personally that uh, Cat Williams is one of you know my top five stand up comedians of all time. It, there's not. Not that many. He's in my, I, I say top five, but he's literally in my top four. Five is interchangeable. You know, my my last one is always interchangeable. Some days it's Bernie Mac. Some days it's Eddie Griffin. You know what I'm saying? My top five is literally, my top four is no particular order, but it sounds like an order. Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, uh, Cat Williams, Patrice O'Neill. Those are my four. Like, those are like, no matter what, Patrice, Cat, Dave, Chris Rock, like, those are the four, and like I said, after that, it's, you know, after that is, you know, after that is, you know, uh, Eddie, Bernie Mac, you know, and that could change in and out, um, but, yeah, those are my four, um, man, but, Cat Williams is somebody, if you grew up like I did, early 2000s, you know, well, 90s, 2000s. Cat Williams is one of those comedians, man. He is one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. Um, and so this interview that he just did on, uh, you know, Club Shay Shay, one of the greatest tight ends ever, Shannon Sharp, um, that is not debatable. I am not having that debate with everybody. He is one of the greatest tight ends of all time. I don't want to hear that shit from anyone else. Um, but he, of course, um, had Cat Williams on his podcast and his podcast has been popular for a while, but this interview seems like it just skyrocketed his podcast to another fucking level. Um, but Cat Williams, man, uh, absolutely, uh, went on his podcast and he destroyed it. Holy shit. Um, pretty much aired out everybody. Now, everybody has said 2024 is the year for clarity. And boy, oh boy, did he leave. (laughs) 
people questioning the clarity, you know, a little bit here, man. Now, some of this interview, uh, I've seen people have takes on this. Of course, everybody said, I believe everything Cat says. And some people are saying, I don't know. I don't believe this part. Or everybody's like, oh, this nigga just bitter. He's hating, you know, you know, just hating on, he's just hating on everybody. He bitter. He jealous. What I took from this is that, you know, I believe what he did say. Some of the shit he said, I definitely believe. And there's other shit that you could look at and you could definitely pick it apart and say, I don't know about that part. Perfect example. Uh, perfect example, right? He, uh, he does this interview, um, and he goes at a lot of comedians, a lot of comedians in his interview. Um, particularly, you know, Ricky Smiley. That was like the first person when he sat down, that was the first person he actually, you know, talked about Ricky Smiley. And man, uh, <laughs> Ricky Smiley, uh, also somebody I grew up watching on Comic View. I grew up watching Ricky Smiley on Comic View. You know, he was the, one of the hosts of Comic View, BET Comic View, way back in the day. He was one of the hosts. So I grew up on Ricky Smiley, so I always knew who Ricky Smiley was. They both was in the movie uh, Friday After Next, one of the great, you know, Friday movies, of course, obviously. Um, but the, you know, Ricky Smiley said uh, on Club Shay Shay, which goes into this, he said on Club Shay Shay that he – um, that he, uh, was supposed to be Money Mike in Friday After Next. Now, before I did this podcast, maybe an hour or two ago, before I actually started doing this podcast, maybe an hour ago, I'm, I'm, yeah, hour ago, Ice Cube, uh, put out this video speaking on the, on the issue and said, yeah, Ricky Smiley did read for Money Mike, but then we realized like, okay, you, you, you don't fit this role. You fit this Santa Claus role. Now, that's great for Ice Cube to to to, to say these things because that's exactly what somebody that literally created the movie Friday After Next, that trilogy, that franchise, he is supposed to eventually say something to the sorts. Um, but particularly what Kat, Ricky Smiley said. Ricky Smiley said, "Yo, I read this script. I was, you know, I was cast as Money Mike." Now, of course, he's going to, of course, reframe it over the last couple of years now that this has happened. But Cat Williams gets on there and he literally says, Cat Williams gets on there on his podcast and says, yo, how the hell could you cast for Ricky? Like, how could you be Money Mike when I literally pretty much ad-libbed the, some of these lines? And that's exactly what Ice Cube said. You know, if somebody's killing it, we're going to let them come back after you get the lines down. We're going to let you come back and, 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 and ad-lib some of your some of your parts, if you're killing it, and that's what Ice Cube said, so I do believe that Cat Williams was supposed to be Money Mike, yeah, I get that, you know, you know, he came and was like, yo, like, I read for Money Mike, but to say you literally were cast as Money Mike, and then you said, well, they told us to swap roles because this fit me better, or it fit him, that's a lie, that's a lie, anybody that saw Money Mike, watched Friday After Next, which a lot of us have, there is no way in hell you actually thought Ricky Smiley could play Money Mike. There is no way in hell. 
if you know Ricky Smiley's comedy, you know money, like Ricky Smiley doesn't have, a, to quote Cat Williams, doesn't have a pimp bone in his body. He don't have it. The man is right. Ricky, Cat Williams was right about a lot of things, and one thing he was right about is Ricky Smiley's fan base is Christians, man. And I'm not trying to make this a religious thing, but we all know you're not going to play no pimp when most of your fan base is Christians. Black Southern Christians on top of that. You ain't playing no pimp. I don't give a shit what you say. You ain't playing no pimp. And that's just how I looked at it. Like, it was like, I'm like hearing that shit. I'm like, nah, Ricky Smiley, you tripping, bro. But for him to say, and eventually he did say, yo, on his radio show, like, nah, yo, Cat was right. I, I kind of overstepped that. I should have never said it like that. Okay, perfect. The Cedric the Entertainer thing, because Cedric got a, caught a straight two in this situation. Cedric situation. Cedric uh, and Cat's problem kicks off from the, the fact that, yo, Cedric pretty much stole Cat Williams' joke. Now, Cat said Cedric, he confronted Cedric about the joke years ago. He came up to him and confronted him about the joke years ago. He said Cedric apologized to him in person with somebody else I'm going to talk about later on as I continue this. But he said he was a, he saw Cedric, they, Cedric, hey, apologized to him in person. Then he gets on Club Shay Shay again and says, hey, he says, the jokes don't line up. Now, you have to know, as a fan of comedy, as I am, the first rule of comedy is you don't steal somebody's material. That is the first rule of comedy. You don't steal somebody's shit. So for, you know, Cedric to have stolen Cat's material, that's not a good thing, man. Especially when you are trying to be one of the biggest comedians of all time. Cedric apologized to Cat. That's what he said. And even Cedric has now come out and said, yeah, I apologize. I saw Cat, so I'm apologize to him. The problem that lies into this, and Cedric could have clearly avoided this situation, is when he sat down with, with, with Shannon Sharp and he literally said, hey, yeah, I did steal his joke. Now, I, I fucked up on that. The reason why Cedric, I think, said that the jokes don't line up is because, like I just said, stealing a joke, a comedian stealing another comedian's joke, you know, kind of like joke is a terrible thing to do, especially in comedy. You do not want to steal somebody's jokes because, especially when you have, we live in the world we live in now where people start to pick. Okay, if you stole his joke, who else joke you stole? So I get why he pretty much didn't choose to be honest. The problem with that is, is that we live in the world we live in. So even if you lied and said, no, I didn't steal his joke, that don't line up. People are still going to find the jokes that you stole from someone. And that's exactly what is happening right now with such the entertainer. He stole his joke. Period. I'm seeing it on social media. They pull it up. I literally was watching this interview, and literally the next day, I get on YouTube again, and I see the damn joke that everybody's referring to. And Cedric, of course, goes on social media and says, hey, man, I did steal your joke, but you cannot tell somebody to get over it. That's where the line gets drawn, because you can't tell somebody how to react. When they saw you, you apologized. You said sorry, and then when you get on a couch in front of the public and you say, "I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't, I didn't steal your joke. That don't, that don't line up." 
the fuck you mean? And I can see why Kat is like, yo, like, nigga, I saw you. You apologized to me. And then when you come in the public eyes, you again say, I don't know what he's talking about. What? Yeah, I would have a problem with that too. I'm sorry. I would have I would I would personally have a problem with that too. I have a problem with that. I've had incidents when I've done stuff on this podcast and certain people have seen what I've done and then took it and try to re- rework it. Like a Cat Williams and Cedric Entertainer. You took my shit and then you try to rework it and try to make it seem like you did it. Or it's you. Because you have a bigger platform than probably I do. And that's great. But the problem with that is you don't bring the same energy, the same life. None of that shit. So I understand where Cat is coming from. When he says, this motherfucker stole my shit. <laughs> and then try to pass it off as his. Like, this nigga has that in him to create this. But the problem with, like I said, with the Cedric situation is, we live in a world where the internet exists. And the internet is powerful right now. So not only is that joke getting picked apart and now being seen around the world that, yeah, you stole this joke. Now it's jokes that Cedric has used in previous specials. That people are now picking apart and be like, hey, man, you use this joke from this situation. And that is where it's kind of like, ugh, this is not good. Like the Bominicious joke that he had in this special uh, live from Ville. Live from the Ville. Bominicious. The joke goes, you know, you could call me by my initials, but the man was speaking in a country accent. You couldn't hear what he was really trying to say. So he kept saying Bominicious. But the people pull up a joke from a TV show way back in, like, what, the 80s, 90s. And a comedian on there is like, yo, he says the same joke. Now, he doesn't say it the exact same way. He Cedric's joke is that he goes home and, you know, they talk so country down there, you can't even hear what they're saying. And then he meets his cousin's friend. And his cousin's friend's like, yo, you call me Bominicious Joke. Everybody call me Bominicious. You call me Bominicious Joke. He's like, Bominicious? That's the joke. But then when you see the the, the the TV show where the guy says it, he's like, oh, this woman signs the check to this man, but, you know, he's so country. He says, this, says, hey, I meant to tell you about that. The last time you signed a check and you put bombinitions on it, I was telling you, I told you my name from the first, from when the first moment we met. And I told you you could call me by my initials. <laughs> so it's, the, it's kind of, it's the same the layout is the same joke. The layout is different, but the joke is the same. How you tell it is different, but the ending of it is the same. And that's kind of where comedy kind of gets a little bit interesting. Because, yes, when you watch Cat's joke, and then you do the, you know, you watch the Kings of Comedy where Cedric does do the, you know, the spaceship shit. The, you know, the wind-up to it is different but it's still at the end it's like you're still getting to the same conclusion of where I was with my joke and I understand why Cat would feel some type of way I totally would understand that now him calling them not funny saying they were Ricky Smiley saying they were all these comedians calling them not funny I don't know about that Ricky Smiley's funny Cedric Dana Tanner is funny there's other person I don't think is funny at all to be honest with you and that's Steve Harvey I don't think Steve Harvey's funny at all and Cat goes hard in the paint on Steve, mainly because of how Steve is successful and how he did become famous. Now, I'm going to tell y'all some real shit. Real, real shit. 
I don't really fuck Steve Harvey. Not a fan of Steve Harvey. I love the Steve Harvey show, but that's because of Cedric. That's because of uh, LaVita. You know, like Regina. Like, I love the, the cast around him. The show would have worked even if Steve wasn't on the show. <laughs> it sounds crazy to say that, but the show still would have worked if Steve wasn't even on the show. And it sounds crazy to say that because nobody does a sitcom and the show would still work if the sitcom's lead fucking factor. But think about it. All them stories that they had would have worked without him. Cedric and Levita was a better couple than Regina and Steve was. Like, <laughs> all of this shit could have worked without Steve. And that's even the kids, like even the kids, you still could have had the bullet, the bullet head and Romeo and uh, Lydia Liza Gutman and all that shit. You could have had all that shit if you still didn't have Steve. <laughs> That's the craziest shit today. Like, think about it. You still could have had all that shit without Steve. But where I think also Steve, the situation with Steve Harvey is you stole all of your shit. And something that Kat said in this thing is. Steve really did steal all of his sh- shit. The entire Steve Harvey show, what it was stolen from, hanging with Mr. Cooper. And now, again, if you're a 90s kid like I am, hanging with Mr. Cooper, you remember that show. That show had a uh, 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 older, still t- young, but an older Raven Simone on there. Like, hanging with Mr. Cooper was the shit. Like, I remember watching hanging with Mr. Cooper. That was my shit. I fuck with that show very hard. So for Steve Harvey to then see that show and then go up to who, but I forgot what network took the Steve Harvey show, but for him to go up to that show and then say, hey, I think, you know, I think I got a premise for a show. How about I be a school teacher that comes back to his old school and then teaches the kids? Nigga, that's hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> like, like I've, I've, listen, I'm one of the rare few that say I don't watch Friends because they stole that entire idea from a living single. So I don't watch Friends because they stole the idea from a living single. But as I've gotten older and I've watched Mr. Hanging with Mr. Cooper and then watched Steve Harvey show, I'm like, yeah, this shit is literally the same show. It's literally the same show. And Hanging with Mr. Cooper is better. Mark Curry is way better in that show than Steve is in the Steve Harvey show. Like I just said, you could do the Steve Harvey show. Without Steve. You cannot do Hanging with Mr. Cooper without Mr. Cooper. That's the damn difference. I am not a huge fan of Steve Harvey. I, I don't think he's funny. Nothing he says is, is, is dropped to your knees, tears rolling, funny. Nothing. Like, he's, he's not funny. He's got a couple jokes here and there, a couple clips here and there. Where you're like, eh, it's kind of okay. Eh. It's funny, I guess, like, but it's nothing that makes you, like, that shit funny. Nothing. Nothing. I'm not even in the industry, and I hear the stories from Steve, about people with Steve Harvey. There is no way in hell your whole cast and crew don't fuck with you. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And the hate on Bernie Mac. One of the greatest to ever do it. It's crazy. Like I said, my five is interchangeable. It's either Bernie Mac or Eddie Griffin. It just depends on my day. If I want to watch Bernie, I watch Bernie. If I want to watch Eddie, I watch Eddie Griffin. 
but it depends on me. <laughs> but Bernie is damn sure in the top five. He's in the top five, top six of some of my favorite comedians of all time. Because the man can fucking act, and the man could be a stand-up comedian. He can act. It was he was he was damn near one of the best to ever do it. So for Steve to hate on that, that's that crab in the barrel mentality, man. You know he's better than you, but you want to wheeze your way because you think you got a bigger name. Nah, buddy. So everything Cat said about Steve Harvey, I totally think it's true. And it and it's how the, the game go. They're pulling up clips of Cat Williams and Steve Harvey back in 2008 where Cat Williams said, you know, I kind of killed Steve Harvey on the stage. He killed his stand-up career. They're pulling up them clips. It's not a lot. Now, me personally, I got to see what Steve Harvey was, you know, what Steve Harvey said that made Detroit, the Detroit crowd kind of like be like, eh, that's not as funny. And then Cat comes on and just runs it. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, Steve has never been funny, though. Like, it's, it's never been anything that Steve has said that I'm, like, laughing hard about. But, you know, that's just me. <laughs> um, now, another comedian he, he, he kind of also talked about on there uh, was Phase on Love. Phase on Love in the last, what, couple years has been, let's be real, just been a hater. He's been a hater, man. Like, Faison has been a fucking hater the last couple of years. Um, anybody that believe what Faison has said, and here's a clip again. Internet finds shit when they find shit. So Faison Love goes on this interview and says, Cat Williams is the most overrated comedian ever. Ever? That's, uh, that's a strong uh, statement. And the way he says this is he's overrated because... You got to not just do stand-up. You got to be in movies. You got to be in TV. And you only kill in stand-up. But you don't deal with anything else. It's like, well, I've seen Cat movies. I've seen Cat in TV roles. The man is fucking great at everything. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, sir. So the Faison Cat shit, I don't understand why Faison has that energy towards Cat. But I also can understand that Faison thinks that he's supposed to be in Cat shoes. And he just isn't that guy. He's not funny. You've had a couple classic roles. And I can't even say that. You've had one classic role, Big Warm. And Big Warm was really more so because of how funny Chris Tucker is. Speaking of that, Chris Tucker caught a stray. Which I don't think is a stray, to be honest with you. I don't think Chris Tucker really caught a stray. He, what he was explaining was exactly what, it's, what is real and what is true. And what we all know about Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker is not a weed smoker. Chris Tucker has said this numerous times. He did not want to be the poster boy for being a weed smoker. That's not something, that's not a stray. That's fucking obvious. Chris Tucker has been on record and said this. So I don't know how Chris Tucker caught a stray, but okay. Tiffany Haddish is another one. I don't, she caught a straight too. I don't really think Tiffany Haddish is just like Steve. I don't think Tiffany Haddish is funny at all. There's nothing she said that I'm like laughing at. There's nothing I've heard uh, from Tiffany Haddish. I don't really watch her movies. I don't think she's funny. I don't think she's funny. Um, not at all. Not at all. I don't think she's funny at all. Um, 
And I've seen female comedians in my lifetime that have been extremely fucking funny. She's not one of them. She's not one of them. Um, which brings me to the reason of why I did the what if, right? This is the what if for everybody. Kevin Hart. Now, for years, Kevin Hart and Cat Williams have been going back and forth at each other on in press conference and in, in interviews and all these things. And Kevin Hart has literally said that most of his roles early in his career, pretty much, right? Most of his roles, roles early in his career, his movie career, those movie roles went to Cat Williams. But Cat did not want to do it. Now, in an interview a couple years ago, Cat, Kevin Hart was on The Breakfast Club and said, um, Cat Williams fucked off on these attorneys, well, on these, these people in Hollywood, fucked over these people in Hollywood and, and, and stuff. And, you know, pretty much chose not to do the, you know, the press conference, do these movies because, you know, he was on drugs and, you know, he became a liability to these, these, these Hollywood, you know, companies and networks. So they couldn't trust Cat Williams to do these movie roles. So he took the jobs and he became popular and he became famous and he said he became a Cat was on drugs, and he became bitter and jealous and a hater and all these things. And <sighs> So what Cat says, you know, Cat does this interview, and he says, you know, that Kevin Hart is an industry plant. He said, when have you ever heard of a comedian for, that came into the Hollywood in the first year in Hollywood have a TV show and a movie, and you are the face of the movie? Now, this is the what if, right? What if Cat would have took the movie roles? What if Cat would have taken all those movie roles that Kevin Hart so happily took? What happens to Kevin Hart? Because to me, it feels like if I was Kevin Hart and I'm so happy to be in a position I'm in, but you also got to put into perspective, bro, you a second choice. You were second choice. And I know, I know he took the opportunity. But there's a flip side to that coin. Is that they thought Cat Williams was better for this role. And he chose, as he says, there were certain things in these roles that I personally was just not cool with. And if that is the case, then what made them roles so cool for you to take? Were you just cool with, with, with being told that, you know, this is how the movie's going to go and this is, you, you know, this is what we wrote for you to say and do? And maybe you were. And now a lot of people consider and say that was not Cat's, you know, right to, to, to personally tell a movie company that I'm not doing this if you don't take this X, Y, and Z out of the movie role. And that's perfectly well, you know, put. And you can definitely say that. And that's 100% true. But at the same time, if you have said that I am the perfect person for this role, why would you not, you know, because usually if I'm not going to leave, 
if you ask me to be a part of this movie, you clearly know I'm not going to lead you wrong. So why would you not let me, you know, do my best in this movie by taking some of this shit out and let me put ad lib it, pretty much. But for people that are sitting up here and saying, oh, Kevin, oh, Kevin's, you know, Cat is just jealous of Kevin and Cat should have been, Kevin, you know, is in Cat's position and that's the only reason why Cat is mad at Kevin. That sounds so stupid to me. I don't like how people like to run that idea and I hate those, those narratives is that somebody is in his shoes so that's why they don't like that person. No, I don't think that. I think God has things you God has things happen for a reason, right? So if you believe that, then maybe Cat just didn't think those movie roles were great for him to be in. And Kevin took them, took the opportunities. That's great. One thing that Kevin Cat Williams has always said is once you get put in a dress as a black comedian, there's pretty much no coming back for that from that. And Kevin has been on the record and said, I would never be in a dress. I would never do the dress shit. And then soon as Saturday Night Live called, he took the opportunity to be in a dress. It's like, bro, like some of the shit Cat said is true. Goes into the Ricky Smiley situation where Cat Williams said, yo, I pretty much told the internet, I told, you know, the next movie I was in, if I ever had to work with Ricky Smiley again, I told, you know, them, I put it in my contract. The nigga had to wear a dress with me in a movie. What was the next movie he was in? Friday, uh, first Sunday. What was Ricky Smiley in the whole time? A dress. Now, that part, I don't believe that Cat Williams 100% said every movie that him and Ricky Smiley has to do. Because that's pretty much what he was saying. Every movie me and Ricky Smiley ever have to do. If we ever do a movie again, he's got to be in a dress. I really do think that the movie, I think the first Sunday movie, I don't know if he was told that he had to get put in a dress because Cat Williams told him to. That's a little too far. I don't believe that shit at all. But I do believe certain people, black men, sorry, uh, black men, they do try to, you know, emasculate you when they do put you in dress. They put you in a dress especially when you're a comedian, it seems like that's just their favorite fucking thing to do. I don't know why. But, man. The Kevin Hart and Cat Williams shit is very interesting. Like I said, Cat, Kevin Hart, you took these movie roles knowing exactly that you were taking them from Cat Williams. Not taking them from. I don't want to say taking them from. But you would you were the second option. And yes, did you did you kill it? You certainly did. That's why you're in a position that you're in. But to sit up there and tell this man that he's bitter and he's jealous and he's hating on you is the craziest shit on the planet. Because I don't think he's hating on you at all. I think he personally said what he said. I don't want to do these movie roles because these movie roles may be a little bit against my integrity. And that is strong, man, to sit there and say, I'd rather pass on this shit because the person I am can't do this shit. And I respect that. And a lot of people can sit up here and say, oh, so you're telling me you would rather take you, 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 anybody that's, that's cool with 
taking the money over your integrity? Yeah, I, I see why you think that Kevin Hart is great. <laughs> like, because like, what he is saying is, you rather take the money over your integrity, over the person that you actually are. You rather take the money. That's crazy to me. Now, the industry plan shit. I don't personally think that Kevin Hart is an industry plan. I know a lot of people uh, heard that part, and that's pretty much what the part has been. I don't think Kevin Hart is an industry plan, not even in the slightest. Kevin Hart, I've been seeing Kevin Hart in movies. Kevin Hart was in his movie Paper, Sol- Paper Soldiers, what, in 04, 05? That's before he became, you know, the juggernaut in Hollywood. So I've known, I've seen Kevin Hart in, you know, B-list movies for years. So I don't think he's, yeah, I, I don't personally think he's an industry plant. What I do think is the beginning of his career wasn't an industry plant. I damn sure think he is now. That's why I do have to jump off the bandwagon. I do think he is now. Because he knows now I'm in a perfect position where I can't fuck this up for myself. I do think he's an industry plant now. When he first got started, I don't think he was an industry plant. Is he is he now an industry plant? I totally think he is. The shit that you said today, like to respond to Cat Williams was, I'm not responding to this shit. Go watch my movie on Netflix. That's some industry plant shit. You don't say that shit. If somebody is calling you out, your integrity, and saying, nigga, you either gave up your ass or gave up your mouth <laughs> to be in the position you in. And you got nothing for it? You just tell niggas to go stream a movie on Netflix? Like, my nigga, really? And then what makes it even worse is the fact that your, 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 your one of your best friends, Spank, if you know anything about the Plastic Cup boys, you know for, for you know, Spank to be on social media last night before I went to sleep. Spank was on social media going back and forth with people. He Instagram, he tweeted out, you know, Cat Williams and said, you know, this nigga been talking about this shit for damn near a decade. I'm tired of this shit. But, bro, you, again, people on social media was like, no, nigga, y'all proving him right. Like, what do you, what are you getting mad about? You're proving him right. Everything you doing on this social media shit, you're proving him right. And for that alone, <laughs> y'all proving him right. When Kevin Hart puts out this fucking message that, oh, you know, go stream my movie that's coming out on Netflix. My nigga, this nigga is attacking your integrity and pretty much your way of life. And you're going to sit up here and say, I'm too big for this. I'm not going to talk about that. For some people, they think that's cool. For me, that is not. I think, nigga, like, there's a time for you to talk your shit now. See, when Cat Williams didn't have the platforms and didn't have to say all of this shit, you were big and bold. You went on a breakfast club and shitted on this man. Now that this man got a platform and he just ran through you niggas, you now got this idea in your head that I'm going to just plug my movie? For some of y'all, that y'all might think that's cool. For me, that is terrible fucking management. 
Because everywhere you go, people are going to ask you now about the Cat Williams shit. And guess what you're going to have to say? No comment? Are you going to actually have to explain how the fuck you got in your position that you're in? That's bad, bro. My what if is this, man. What if Cat does take all those movie roles? Does Kevin Hart become Kevin Hart? And that's kind of where the problem lies up because you have been on record. He's now been on record. Every movie role that Kevin Hart got for the first couple years of his career was on my desk. And I decided to turn him down because I had integrity and he clearly did not. He didn't call out that you wasn't funny. He never called out. And I don't know why this battle is becoming brewing on social media that, oh, it's because Kevin, Kevin Hart ain't never been funny. I've never said Kevin Hart was funnier than Cat Williams ever in my life. I don't think Kevin Hart's ever been funny. I actually, to be honest with you, his last couple comedy specials, I haven't even watched because I don't think he really even saying anything. I'd rather watch the clips than to watch the whole fucking special. But for me, the conversation isn't about if Kevin Hart is funny. Is he funnier than Cat? The conversation is the integrity of Kevin Hart. I don't know where the fuck the funny part comes in, but the conversation really is why, yo, Kevin, Kevin Williams has said, I turned down these movie roles because they did not fit me. It was a lot of shit I wasn't comfortable with doing in these movies. And I told the studios that I didn't want to do these movies because of the uncomfortability of these, these, these characters that they try to make me be in. So I chose not to be in these movies. So for Kevin, so for Kevin Hart to take these movie roles, he ain't calling out you being not funny. He's calling you out by saying, what did you do to get these movie roles? You were cool what the fuck shit they were trying to make me do. So every movie that you was in that I turned down, you were cool with it. This ain't got shit to him being funny. It's got shit to do with his integrity. You were cool with doing this bullshit when I said personally, because of my integrity and what I believed in as a person, I chose not to fuck with this. I don't know where the fuck the funny shit kicked in. But when Cat was on there, he was pretty much saying, bro, like, every movie role I had, I turned him down because I didn't personally like these movies. And again, I don't know where the fuck the movie, I don't know where the fuck the funny part kicked in, but I, <laughs> I guess. To end this out, I say this. Do I think Kevin Hart would be in the position position he's in if Cat Williams didn't have integrity? Kevin Hart's funny. I think Kevin Hart would have fit the movies that he was supposed to fit. Do I think he would have had all of these movies that he has had since, you know, because Cat Williams chose not to fuck with him? Probably not. I think Cat would have definitely took the movies that he was supposed to be in if he had, if he didn't have integrity, if he didn't choose himself over the money and the fame. 
but the fact that Kevin Hart would have Kevin Hart still would have been big. I don't think Kevin Hart would not have been big. Kevin Hart is too funny not to have had some fame, some clout, some respect. But the juggernaut that he is today, would it had become what it is today if Cat Williams chose to still play the game of Hollywood? No, I don't think it would have. I don't think it would have. Cat Williams is too funny not to have been in the shoes that Kevin Hart is in. He's way funnier. Everybody says he's way funnier. I'm not saying Kevin Hart is not funny. He's way funnier, though. Cat Williams is way fucking funnier than Kevin Hart. So everything that Kevin Hart does have, some of the funny roles that he has, Kevin Cat Williams would have absolutely had and killed. So for me personally, man, yeah, Kevin Hart would have still had a career, but to sit there and say that he would have been on the same plateau as Cat Williams, I don't know about that. I think Cat Williams would have still been successful and probably majorly successful. And Kevin Hart would have still had what he was supposed to have. Because somebody like Kevin Hart, who has the work ethic, the talent, and the ability of Kevin Hart, would have still panned out the way he would have panned out. But would he have been the juggernaut that he is today if Cat Williams would have had no integrity and chose to take those movie roles that he has so evidently, so elegantly put that he didn't want because he would have had to change the person that he is to get those movies done? I don't think Kevin Hart would have had any of that. I don't think he would be the juggernaut that he is. I do think Kevin, Kevin Hart's funny. I don't think he's funnier than Cat Williams. So I guess that's why a lot of people have said the funny, but for me, it's really Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Williams saying that the integrity that I have as a person is why I turn those movies down. And for that, Kevin Hart cannot just be sitting here trying to act like that shit don't have nothing to do with me. Go watch my movie on Netflix. Because he's not calling you out because of how funny you are. He's calling you out because of Hollywood chose you. Well, you chose to be in this Hollywood the way it was, and I chose not to. So what did you do to to be so cool with being in this type of Hollywood? That's integrity, man. Ain't got shit to do with your laughing ability. But who am I? This has been a brand new show. Point of view of random shit. What if? Cat Williams. Peace. Oh, yeah. Go watch the interview. Go watch my old Cat Williams stand-up specials. Matter of fact, go watch Netflix. Peace.